and welcome to episode 21 of Healthy Obsession. I am your host, Chris, joined with me as always by my co-host, Hayden. Hello. And this week we are flipping the script because, Hayden, it is 9.47 in the morning and you might notice that that's like nine hours earlier than we'd normally record. And it's not Sunday. And it's not Sunday, because uh, today is Saturday, which means tomorrow is the Super Bowl. Super Bowl! Which I don't care about, but you care about a lot. Go Chiefs! So we've had to reschedule our recording session uh, to now, instead of me having woken up 20 minutes ago, making a cup of coffee, and then forcing myself into an audio booth, I'm now two hours away from going to sleep, and you woke up, like, I don't know, an hour and a half ago? Yeah. I got more energy than normal. It's weird. Maybe we should change what time we record. <laughs> uh, and we thought it was as uh, as good a time as any to finally bring in our foreign correspondent, uh, mutual friend <laughs> James, onto the podcast. Say hello, James. Hello. <laughs> I, I like how I maybe introduce as a foreign correspondent, like I'm representing <laughs> Germany, and I'm like not representing Germany whatsoever, other than I'm in the wrong time. He has yeah. to say that for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> as far as uh, recording times go, you are currently the only person awake at what I would consider not an ungodly hour. <laughs> so congratulations I mean... on being the most comfortable recording right now. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. <laughs> so we got, we, got, uh, we got two things to talk about today. Uh, one of which we're going to go heavy on spoilers for WandaVision for the episode that just came out this Friday, episode five, because it drops some bombs. I was actually thinking about that on the spoiler side. It's not super spoilery for the show, but it is a spoiler. Yeah. Like, it, I, I would say if, if you want to go in blind, I would avoid this. Yep. Otherwise, yeah. there's worse things we can mention. Oh, yeah. You know, someone dies. And then, and then the other thing is, uh, oh. since Hayden and James's favorite pastime seems to be scorching each other over anime tastes, uh, we're yeah. gonna do a little bit of that afterwards. Scorching, crucifying. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll we'll just go ahead and jump into one division. We'll get those out of the way. Uh, in the description of the episode, I'll put the timestamp for when we are done talking about this if you want to avoid it, and you can just jump straight into the anime talk. Uh, otherwise, since we're doing this in, a, in kind of a weird time slot, we don't really have a lot of topical news to go off of, yeah, but uh, I'm sure we'll be fine on the runtime anyway. We'll have James on at another time to talk about his uh, emotional roller coaster ride he's had with GME stock, oh, but God. that will not probably be talked about. It, it's honestly too <laughs> soon to talk about right now. <laughs> Yeah, we're so both. We got to give him some time. Okay, so so to, to jump right in, episode five of One Division. The the uh, there, there's there's actually there's two things that happen in this episode that I want to talk about. But let's go ahead and jump into the the big bomb drop, and that is oh, at the hold, end hold of on. this episode. Can I start with this huh? one? Can I start with this one? So I honestly did not recognize who that was. <laughs> oh my god are you kidding me i was just like i i don't know my own oh, chris got me all and like highly anticipated for like this big groundbreaking change of where i thought the biggest groundbreaking change happened in the last episode and comparing this episode to that one i was just like what like we i don't know it was kind of like showing more of what i was already kind of expecting but then like at the very end of the part which we'll go into the character comes in and i'm just like I think I know who that's supposed to be, but I don't Who's recognize that? it. <laughs> uh, so, so if you're uh, marvelly disinclined like James, <laughs> those were words. Uh, I, technically, the, uh, it's not marvelly disinclined. It'd be Fox disinclined. Sure. Spoiler. So, so <laughs> of what the, we're about to go into. At the end of this episode, uh, it, it's weird in WandaVision. They've been mentioning Wanda's brother, Pietro, a, a, lot, lot, a lot in this show. He he's kind of not really mentioned outside of what was it, uh, Age of Ultron. Yep, that's it. Uh, but then suddenly in this show, which I mean, it makes sense because it's the first time we get a real focus on Wanda as a character. They're bringing him up a lot, and uh, that was apparently to pay off this big reveal that now suddenly Pietro is part of the show mm-hmm. because at the end of episode five, doorbell rings, Wanda opens the door, bam, it's Pietro. Except. It's not. It is not Pietro as we recognize him from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is 
Quicksilver from Fox's X-Men oh, universe. Oh, see? You didn't even know? James! See, so, all right, all right. Disclaimer, I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I haven't seen any of the Fox side of Marvel other than okay. Deadpool. You get a pass, <laughs> but you should see them because they're not that. The first couple X-Men ones aren't bad. The later ones, you do. do. Gotcha. They get, they get worse as they go. Gotcha, gotcha. So this answers and brings up a lot of questions about how Marvel and Disney intend to use the Netflix in respects to the MCU. Because there's a few different options Disney here. Plus. Well, I mean, Disney as a company. Mm. I thought you said Netflix. Did you say something else? I, I, I meant to say Disney and Marvel. If I said Netflix, that was incorrect. Uh, yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Because <laughs> uh, this is either, like, they make the joke where, like, you know, you recognize that it's not the last guy that played Quicksilver. And one of the characters is like, oh, my God, she recast Pietro. And it could literally just be a nod to fans to say, haha, it's Quicksilver, but not really. Or... Since we know they're doing multiverse stuff, this could very well literally be Quicksilver from an alternate dimension, which means somewhere all of the Fox X-Men stuff is still entirely canon within the MCU. It's just in a different dimension. Bruh. I I loved the way they did the reveal. This is kind of a little off of what you just said, I know. But I, I need to talk about that. No, yeah, go ahead. They, they spend the whole episode hinting that Wanda can literally bring something back to life mm-hmm. or insinuating that she might be able to do this. The whole thing with the dog, uh, mostly that. And then talking about just, I just got this huge air of like, oh, they're going to talk. They're talking about her like having, maybe she brought vision back to life. Like somehow she figured out a way to, in some form do it. Cause they spend all the time about, you know, she's changing stuff within that area, within the town. She's not creating anything. She's just changing it. When they show the stuff with the clothes and how her clothes were basically, like what, 70% Kevlar or whatever yes. it was. Like, they were bulletproof mm-hmm. clothes. So you're like, oh, my God, did she find a way to manipulate stuff to bring him back to life? And then you get the – they're in the house, and Vision's like, what am I, basically, like – why can't I remember anything? And you're like, oh, it's because she brought him back to life. He was dead, brought him back. And then the doorbell rings, and you're like, well, who the fuck could that be? What? What? And then you see the silver hair, and you go, oh, my God. She brought her brother back to life. I, I, this is crazy. Anybody can bring back. But then they show you who it actually is, and you're like, oh. Oh, no, she didn't bring anyone back to life, per se. She brought someone else in. She changed what was there to bring in a different version of her brother and i was just like that's fucking crazy yeah you just you got me and i love i know it's so good i know i don't have a webcam but my jaw literally dropped when chris said that because the second he said that i was like oh shit that actually makes a lot yeah, more you, sense you of why finally understood deal. why it <laughs> yeah. was important oh it was great uh, and i think so like lore wise it's either a resident from westview that has been changed to resemble Fox's Quicksilver, or we have dimensional issues. Uh, And I am of the mind that Wanda is truly not in control of what's happening here. Not in the sense that she's out of control, but literally she's not doing this. Uh, because the the uh, one of the more popular theories is that the character Agnes is actually Marvel character character Agatha Harkness, which is an even more powerful sorceress than Scarlet Witch herself. Oh, uh, and is somebody that works with Mephisto, who is Marvel's version of the literal devil. <laughs> which you may oh. recall from episode two, Agnes weirdly drops the line, "The devil's in the details." Oh, oh, so this is about to go like six layers deeper than what I thought it already was. Yeah, so if it is dimensional stuff, that doesn't mean that Wanda has the ability to pull things from alternate dimensions, at least not yet, because we could very well be building to that. Mm -hmm. But Mephisto or Agatha Harkness uh, instead reached across dimensions, probably when boundaries got thinner from everything that happened with the Infinity Stones. Yeah, because there's definitely something up with her character because especially in this last episode when the kids are just like, we're just jumping ages. She's just like, nah, kids. Like, she knows what's up. 
And especially when she was like, do you want me to run it from the top? And she's yeah. like, what? She's the only character besides Vision that has shown any inclination to, like, like breaking the fourth wall, essentially. Well, and the black dude in that last in last week's when they're talking at the, oh when, yeah when he takes but the he... trimmer into the wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> did anybody else laugh at the mailman's comment that got me good oh yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah, she, your she... mom won't let him get far <laughs> <laughs> like, okay jesus i think everyone's in the town is at this point knows kind of what's going on although they can't show it especially when vision went into the his co-worker's head <laughs> he was just like help me it hurts and yeah which again like, oh, shit. you'll note that uh the character norm never dropped wanda's name he only ever said her oh so it might ambiguous not, it might not pronoun her god damn I'm, yeah. I'm coming into this feeling oh. like a damn like monkey because i'm just like i did not think of that <laughs> or other things <laughs> it's i i i kind of do hope to an extent it isn't just her reshaping stuff in the town and there's some semblance of interdimensionalness just because one i do think it would be cool to bring back vision as being alive because he was an interesting character i thought he was a potato in the in the ultron movie <laughs> but no he's definitely he was definitely literally like a, a yeah it's like if a computer came to life yeah it's gonna be a bland ass character at first because they need a personality but at least with the show, it's like, oh, he's fleshing out the character, and it's interesting. It would be cool to have him in it, although he's broken as whole hell. But they've already added, like, a bunch of broken characters anyway with uh, Miss Marvel and – or Captain Marvel and uh, and Wanda, for crying out loud. So yeah. having a third Infinity Stone character I think would be okay at this <laughs> point. <laughs> but oh, what was it? The – the scene in the last episode where you see Vision like completely like rayed out and broken, that was that was something. And I feel like that's Yeah, I don't think he's he's not brought back to life in any regard. He is yeah. still literally a corpse being puppeteered through an illusion. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is that I'm like wondering though, kinda like now that you brought it up, is I don't I honestly think Wanda is like in this but like definitely not in control, but she she's okay with that because this is how she's going to be able to deal with her grief. Yeah, and she does seem to have an amount of control, but she's not the source of what's happening, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Also, the the thing that I don't I need to go back and rewatch it. What the hell happened when she left and confronted the the sword was are they sword? Yeah, the sword. Yeah. The sword guys were like all the gun she made all the soldiers holding guns pointed at my uh, control. Uh, the captor. Yeah, the captain. Oh, she has like the His mind control. Yeah, super yeah. hypnosis, basically. But why did she only point him at what's? Her, why can't I remember her name? Because she's got a badass name, Rambo. No, yeah, they, Rambo. They didn't Monica point Rambo. Rambo. They only pointed at the captain dude, who's a total. Yeah, they only I, pointed at the guy. Oh, then I just missed that. See, I I wasn't paying enough attention. To that. I thought they all point him were pointed at Rambo, and I was like, well, that's weird. It was, it was trying to it help. It was a literal threat, because she knows, kind of like what um, Rambo, or whatever her name is, um, was saying, of how, like, you were in my head, you know I'm an ally, and that's the reason why you let me, like, come in. That's why you didn't kill me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, okay. like, he, she, Wanda knows that it's the Captain Dickhead that is trying to ruin this reality she's put herself in. <laughs> kill her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he literally tried to kill her. Yeah. yeah. Shooting a missile from '80s tech drone bombs. That was that was wild. I'm I'm really looking forward. To, uh, well, we 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 need the season to end first before we can start hell of theory crafting on what the hell's gonna go on. Because to your point, they're hinting at what could be. I upon first watching it was like, oh, dude, they can just bring anybody in now. But yeah, now looking at it more, it doesn't necessarily mean that because of other things that happen in the episode but it's it could get real interesting yeah. real fast and there there's a precedent for both iterations as well because we've already had uh jk simmons playing J. Jonah jameson in the last spider-man movie it's a small cameo but that's a confirmed actor from a different franchise playing the same character in the new universe so it, it could just be a throw to the fans however we do already know for sure that the next Spider-Man movie is going to involve the multiverse, 
is going to have different Spider-Mans, is going to have different Spider-Man villains. So it could go either way. Literally, at this point, this means Disney gets to pick and choose who they keep, who they get rid of, what they recast, what's canon, what's not. They can do whatever they want. It's basically like Star Wars, where they're picking and choosing what Legends content they want to reintroduce to the lore. Mm -hmm. Because they're kind of doing that with all these spinoff shows and stuff, and the Star Wars side, too. Now, Get your no, Disney uh, stock now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't, I don't want to turn this into a WandaVision cast, but there is one other thing I really want to talk about in this episode because I, I, I really want to hit you with this. Okay. So, so you remember in the episode when Wu, Darcy, and Rambo are sitting around talking about the reality, um, and they're they're discussing how to get into Westview safely. Mm-hmm. Monica says offhandedly. I know an aerospace engineer who would love this. And she picks up her phone and she texts somebody. Isn't and it? then it's it's not mentioned. They don't ever talk about it again. We don't know who this is, but they just weirdly drop the specifics of it's an aerospace engineer. I thought it was supposed to be Captain Marvel. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> Captain Marvel is not a scientist. Oh, you're right. She's Captain Marvel's a pilot. I was thinking yes. of um, okay. Hank Green. Hank Green? You mean Hank Pym? Pym. Yes, yeah, sorry. Hank Green is a young adult author, James. Oh, that's why. <laughs> author of The Fault in Our Stars. <laughs> no, it's nice try. To, uh, there, there, to me, there's two obvious options here. One of them is Rhodey, because he is literally an aerospace engineer. I don't remember who's Rhodey. Uh, Don Cheadle. War Machine. Oh, shit. Okay, War Machine, yeah. yeah. The other one, and this is the exciting one, is it could be one Reed Richards. Oh, Mr. Fantastic. Oh, shit. That's going to be because the time for the new movie. Here's the thing. We know Fantastic Four is happening. Also, S.W.O.R.D. has not been introduced as a property in the MCU until this show. This is the first time S.W.O.R.D. is established. But they've been a thing throughout the, the five years in between the blip. And in that time, they have already done manned space missions and decided to stop doing manned space missions. Which means Monica, in the meantime, would have, uh, you know, she she had been working for S.W.O.R.D. She was already an established member here. What if she knew Reed Richards? Reed Richards and his team have already gone to space. They've already been hit with the shit that makes them the Fantastic Four, and that's why S.W.O.R.D. doesn't do manned missions anymore. Oh my god. You're we completely skip the Fantastic Four origin story, and we just jump into the movie. Please, because we don't need a fourth Third, I, I it's like Spider Man. I, I don't I don't need origin stories again. Like, just yes, th- th- what you said. Mm-hmm. Just throw them in. Like, that's fine. Now, the way they did the um the MCU Spider Man was honestly the best. Where like they introduced him in the Captain America Civil War. He like just is already there, and then they just recapped how he got there by in like the first five minutes of the was it Spider Man Homecoming. Or was it a yeah. sequel? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Far From Home was a sequel. Yes, okay. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, that's been one of my favorite trends with superhero movies going forward is uh, with these established heroes mainly, Hollywood is understanding that we don't need to see the origin again. So Spider-Man's a prime candidate twice now because they they, they basically didn't give Peter an origin story for the MCU, and that's fine. Uh, alternatively, you have Into the Spider-Verse that Whoa. lampooned the idea of doing That's a Spider-Man great. origin again by doing okay, it five times. Okay, one more times. time. <laughs> <laughs> From the top. Oh, such a good and then on the other side of Hollywood, you've got Batman v Superman that actually did a very tasteful Batman origin without playing out the Batman origin. Which that, that like two minutes of artsy Batman origin was probably the best part about Batman v Superman in the entire movie. Yeah. I, I, never, I never saw it. Um, well, it's a good sequence. I never saw it. Uh, so, so that's the only that's the only thing I want to say. Uh, and I will also throw out dream casting for Reed Richards. Uh, do you guys have any ideas? Um, a tall or, lanky or for any one of the Fantastic Four, if you've got a preference. I haven't thought about this. You're throwing it at me off the dome. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready uh, I want Vin Diesel. Oh, Vin Diesel's already Groot. Shit, Vin Diesel as the thing would have been great. Well, I mean, or he the Rock. Be, uh, the Rock actor. can be the thing because he's yeah. a Rock. What about, what about <laughs> Shut up. Ryan Gosling as the Human Torch? That would be 
hot. Isn't he already a superhero in something though? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. He's Can't think too, off the top. He's too hot though. But he's literally <laughs> on fire. Um I want oh no, she's doing Harley Quinn stuff, so she wouldn't do uh whatever who's what's the girl's name? I don't remember the Fantastic um, Four. The... Sue Storm. Yeah. Is it Sue Storm? Um I think. I thought it was like the Invisible Woman or something like that. Well, I mean, that's her hero name. Oh. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Honestly, Benedict Cumberbatch as Mr. Fantastic would have worked. Yeah, no, that was literally <laughs> but, the person that came to mind, but I was like, nah, I was already taken by Okay. It, it, yeah. yeah. Literally can't do that. They, they could pull off Vin Diesel as as the thing. They That'd Who's be fine um, to do. I feel like he doesn't have enough, like, I don't know. Vin Diesel is kind of a brick of a person, uh, like, with his acting. <laughs> yeah. True. He doesn't Dude, have a lot. Calling a man out. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. We we can. All right, I'm gonna tell you the right more. answer. <laughs> oh, shit. okay. So you thought it? Well, okay, well you thought about it. You throwing this at me? I have no idea. All right, John Krasinski <laughs> as Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> that I would. I, that would be amazing, actually. Yeah, he's too. John Krasinski as boy. Mr. Fantastic, and then Emily Blunt as Sue Storm. I love it. That needs to happen. Ooh. Ooh. But see, I, I and need then, a And then bring Chris link. Evans back to be the Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> I probably just killed the audio with that laugh, but I'm sorry. But that's funny. That would be great. Yeah, he didn't want to be Captain America anymore. Bring him back as the Human Torch. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that's one division. Uh, very exciting. Uh, still liking it a lot more than I thought I would. And uh, we got three episodes left, and uh, I can't wait to see what other shit they're going to throw at us. Because I'm like 80% certain Doc Strange is going to show up at some point in the show. Since we know the story ties into the next Doctor Strange movie. In fact, I, I thought the reveal at the end, I thought it was going to be Doctor Strange waiting at the door. Hello. Like, Anya. he was he was going to kick in the door like, what are you doing here? <laughs> What's, What's going, going on? on? I haven't seen this future yet. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, James, how are you finding WandaVision? Wait, it, it blew past my expectations. And honestly, I had my expectations super low for WandaVision. Just because of what I was told about it, it sounded very spinoff-ish. And I don't know, my my perception of spinoffs is very much like making um, real life anime adap- adaptations in the Netflix stuff, like on um, the Avatar, or The Last Airbender, just like overall just bad. Like I've never really seen a <laughs> good spinoff personally. So okay. for this for this one to take what is a comic book um, that's from like normally a movie into a TV show. Completely blew my expectations out of the water. And I'm honestly really liking the format versus the movie format because now we have more time to build upon the plot instead of just Age of Ultron of going from 0 to 100 real quick. <laughs> the world's going to blow up. Yeah, the, real, <laughs> stop real quick side note. Did anybody else like feel like Age of Ultron was a giant missed opportunity? Yes. As far as just just the lore Ultron. and the plot, because there's so much that goes on into the creation of Ultron and how he rose to power than what was actually shown. In and his presence overall in the MCU, like he doesn't just go away, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. they just were like, "Bye." Yeah, he he was literally <laughs> like the monster of the week. Where in the comics, he's literally like almost side by side with um, Thanos. Yeah, he, different parallels. They're gonna bring him back. They're clearly, especially if they're bringing back her uh, Quicksilver, they're going to bring back Ultron because it only makes sense. Hmm. And I think Disney Plus is on to some shit because I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about how when they got done with that episode, Disney Plus was recommending them to go watch Age of Ultron. So, <laughs> hmm, I don't know if that's just a coincidence. I, 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 I want to cut you off references. there and say it's because that's where Wanda was came from. And vision. Yeah. I yeah. I think it's just a coincidence, but you know who else was in that movie? The guy we were just talking yeah. about. The, 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 the movie's literally named after yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a short age though. It was like a day. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bring him back. 
Well, we'll definitely do a whole wrap up on one division once it's over because this this show has proven actually way more important to the larger canon than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, there there's a lot more that I want to talk about that I I want to wait until everything's wrapped up before I before like you said before we get into deep theory crafting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there will be a lot depending on how these next few episodes shape out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So to move on to the other topic for this episode and something that uh, we will surely go long on, because boy, do I like talking about shows. Uh, So we Hayden had the idea that uh pre- I stole previously the idea previously we did an episode where we both looked at our my anime lists and uh compared tastes and trashed on each other for it uh Hayden had the better idea this time of creating what is called a 3 by 3 that from my understanding which could not be a right one I don't really know <laughs> uh a 3 by 3 is essentially a a grid that is three by three that in each spot in the grid, you fill in an anime in this case, uh, a cover art, a screen grab, a character, something that represents a specific anime. And the intention behind it is to build your flavor profile, not necessarily your top nine shows, not what you think are the nine best shows, but nine shows that represent you. Uh, and it's, it's real open-ended. The spots in the graph don't mean anything unless you want them to mean something. Uh, so essentially what we've done is we have built our flavor profiles and we're going to laugh at each other for it. And to add a little more onto the lore of the anime, anime 3x3. Okay. Uh, this was a, well, I just like, it was a big thing in the anime community before I got into anime. So I don't know a damn thing about the significance of it i'm stealing the idea from the trash taste boys because they did that like two weeks ago on theirs is they talked about their anime tastes and ro- they did literally what we have done before but it's just a common thing roasted each other's my anime lists and then at the end showed their three by three so i was like oh that's a good idea we can use that and yeah. so who better to have on well, it actually let you introduce yourself uh, a half hour in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who better to have on than James, who me and him have drastically different tastes in anime, and we love just dogging on each other for our different tastes. Uh, so, James, James, introduce yourself. Okay. So, hello, once again, I'm James. Um, you know, we, well, how far are we introducing? Are we saying, like, how we know each other or just the backstory? I, I, I don't know. Um, so just quick. <laughs> I just it was an excuse to say introduce yourself. Fair I enough. I guess in relation to these two goons, um, we met back in Halo way back in 2008, and we kind of grew up playing video games with each other over the years. Um, never actually met. We had opportunity to meet, but COVID shut that down along with other things. Rest in but peace. But in context to what we're about to go over, both me and Hayden, um, also Chris, but. Specifically, me and uh, Hayden are very adamant and passionate and articulate with how we... Oh, no, 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 no. Don't use the word articulate. You don't listen to these episodes enough. Don't don't use the word articulate with me because that is... No, 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 no. no. Okay, fair enough. Christmas. So, with that, um, we <laughs> will like to like get something off our chest about how we feel about a show... For the other person to literally just be like, are you okay? You. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing how much we get along as friends, but just completely different tastes. I just have, I have a more refined taste than James does. It's just... It's <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, I have unequivocally good taste. Yeah, Chris is just over, Chris is just going to be over here like, mm, yes, the Neanderthals are fighting, yes. <laughs> so, so who's going first? Yeah, I was going to say, on that note, I figure we either start or end with James, right? Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Don't start with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. I th- Chris, it might just be easiest for you to go first, since we've already heard the lore behind, some of the lore behind yours, and how it is quote too powerful so <laughs> i think you can just throw that in our general chat i think and we'll we'll look at it there 
Yeah. Uh, I'll throw it up there after the episode for the sake of ease of you gathering it, but so that I'm not searching through files on my computer, I did post it in our other Discord chat, so you can oh, check okay. it out Oh, okay, I'll just go. All right, I am revealing okay. the spoiler. Tell me when to push the button. Uh, so real quick, I will just, I'll <laughs> I'll back up the, the powerful statement. Uh, I posted this in a different Discord chat, which another friend then reposted it in their anime chat, and uh, people there supposedly said that my 3x3 three three was both based and unequivocally <laughs> powerful. Oh, my God. Okay. Count us down. I got to see this. All right. Uh, three, two, one. Uh, I mean, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Why are they saying? That's, what? It's not so- bad. We'll we'll have the three by threes posted up on our Twitter for you as listeners to see at the same time. Did uh, you think it would be bad? No, taste? not that like it would be bad taste, but just like I was thinking more degenerate because like when they're saying it's base, just like I don't know, I was expecting more, but these these are solid ticks. <laughs> uh, so I'll break it down from top left to bottom right. We've got Girls Last Tour, Steins Gate, Anohana. Konosuba, Kaiji, Daily Lives of High School Boys, Akira, Dragon Ball Z, and Lucky Star. I think we should open it to just feedback initially, because if we just spend time talking about all the shows that we have on there... Oh yeah, God no. Holy shit, this will be a three-hour podcast. Yeah, no. So, (laughs) I am not surprised by a single thing that you have on here, except maybe Lucky Star, but... To uh, the anime man's point, you saw that forever ago, right? Yeah. And so, like, I tried to watch that recently, and you just can't. It's not. <laughs> it, it just doesn't hold up because it's so time-based, and all the references are kind of like when it came out, that it just... You I mean, yeah, you can watch it, but it doesn't have any impact, and at least for me. So, But I, I can get that being on there. I... I'm trying to think. I mean, Anohana, yeah. I mean, I-, I knew you'd have Kaiji, Girls Last Tour, Steins Gate, and Anohana. So four of them I knew you would have on there, and you did. Kind of a little surprised at Konosuba, but I bet that's more than... You didn't put B-Stars on here. Oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you could tell me to make another 3x3 three three next week, and it'd be 40% different. Damn. But you're uh, you're kind of right. I probably should have put B stars on here. That was one that was. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions like that were other than B stars that would have been in contention? Uh, not really. Uh, I I was kind of going off of my anime list just to keep track of what shows I have watched, and I guess maybe I didn't update it to have B stars on there. Uh, I thought about putting Great Pretender on there, but I was also afraid that that was still a recency bias, and I wasn't mm. sure if I should add it as part of my flavor profile. So I tried to pick shows I at least had some history with. Now, are these one like, do you have any 10 out of 10s on yours? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Steins Gate's a 10 out of 10. Anohana's a 10 out of 10. I could probably say Konosuba's a 10 out of 10. Mm. Uh Everything else except maybe Dragon Ball, I would probably give a nine. Honestly, I That's fill out fair. all these. I feel like Dragon Ball is probably the one that kind of surprises me, just because like is that like kind of like a nostalgia kind of deal, or do you like really think that Dragon Ball was just like a really good like fighting anime? It's it's a bit of both. Okay. Um, I there there is a method to the placement of the shows on here. Okay. Uh, and it, it goes by rows. So essentially, the top row is the suffering row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, girls' last tour being existential suffering, Anohana being personally suffering, and Steins Gate in between because it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, the middle row, Kaiju being in direct center is because Kaiju is probably my favorite anime, but it's flanked by my two favorite comedies. Uh, and then the bottom row, it's uh, I. I didn't mean for it to work out this way, but the bottom row is older anime, but it's also meant as like a foundation row where mm. in in some regard for different eras of my life, each of these shows introduced me to anime in a different way. 
So Dragon Ball Z being there is essentially me noting that as my first anime, or at the very least being representative of the things that were my first anime. So like Dragon Ball is there to essentially represent itself, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, that kind of stuff. Mm. The afternoon Cartoon Network stuff. Okay, that makes okay. a lot more sense actually, because I don't, I was thinking like I didn't really see you as a Dragon Ball Z fan. I know you're a major Dragon Ball Z abridged fan, which I am too. But I didn't see the Dragon Ball Z like original series. I'm pretty sure it, at one point, if you, if not still, he owns all of Dragon Ball oh. Z. I'm yeah, I, DVD. I, I have since purged my DVDs, but I did have the entirety of Dragon Ball Z on DVD, hmm. which was like 45 plus discs. <laughs> well, all that filler, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but you know, I I ha- I have to you know always take the opportunity to piss you off a little bit and just throw it in there that you know akira is just overrated i'm gonna find you in the woods and <laughs> suplex you through a redwood so this is one of those things where uh, we have a really rare occasion here where i actually agree with hayden i do think akira is a bit overrated what? absolute mongoloids like i don't know like for me how could you think akira is overrated it was boring yeah. Boring. <laughs> and just, I gotta watch it again, but first watch wasn't. Yeah, impressed. I feel like it was just it didn't age well. Like in like the terms. Okay, I won't. Ooh, I won't go there. I'm okay. getting mad. <laughs> I won't go there, but it just didn't do it for me. <laughs> <I'm getting mad. laughs> uh, is a feast for the eyes and the mind. Chris didn't think coming into this that we'd be pissing him off. <laughs> Unequivocally powerful and based. <laughs> See, uh, I feel like the fact that I don't like remember it that well kind of shows that it really just did not have an impact on me. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of Akira, especially as a movie, it is kind of what you put into it, what you get out of it. Because admittedly, the story is a little esoteric. And they don't explain a lot of stuff as well as they could. The and that's because the, the movie was made before the manga was actually finished, I believe. Mm. And the manga goes into more detail and other stuff because Akira is a movie and not an anime show. But, like, style-wise and the things it was doing as an anime at the time, the the animation quality, the effects it had on cyberpunk as a genre... At the very least, it's the kind of classic that you got to give respect to, even if you can't rate it well yourself. Oh yeah, and I do. Like I, I respect what it did, what it has been for anime, the anime industry. It's just I like pissing you off and going, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kick your ass. I'm gonna find a tree. <laughs> okay. Well, James, do you want to go next, or you want me to go oh, next? That's the question, right? Cause like e- I think you should go next since I have the best taste, so I'll go last. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, going off of what kind of Chris said, uh, let's go ahead and reveal mine. I actually did like kind of like placement, like kind of like smart placement in a way. Or I, I guess I just smart placement. He said smart placement from <laughs> left to right, right. Uh, in the top um, oh, corner. Oh, are we revealing it? I haven't. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead and reveal thing. it. And just give me your first thoughts. Actually, my man's put the rock anime on here. <laughs> and, uh, this... and Hayden, there it is, bottom right. You see it? Do you see it? Do you see the one? Well, that's not the one. He didn't put Rennet Girl. There's a reason. There. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, this is like a. Uh, this is basically the Connor equivalent of Connors on Trash Taste. Like this is the tryhard list, <laughs> and I mean it's not bad, but this tells me nothing about your taste. Well, actually, no, this actually tells me everything about your taste in anime mm-hmm. by equally not telling me anything. Okay. It tells me that you don't have taste and you just go for what's popular. So holy shit, Hayden, go for the throat. That's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. Um, for so it's a legitimate. Way to watch. Four corners, right? So in the top left, we have plot. Top right, we have characters. Bomb left, we have our style. And bomb right, we have just overall good vibes. 
And you're doing too much. I know. <laughs> so I just feel like those are the four things I kind of like look for, but not it doesn't like it, anime doesn't have to encompass all of that. So, but the one that I feel like did encompass all four of those was Steins Gate, hence why I put in the mill. But going from um, left to right, um, top down. So we start off with Attack on Time, which hands down is my favorite anime of all time, just because of how gripping and of an impact it had with season two part. No wait, season three part two. Um, just the way that the story from episode one was completely built and laid out. It wasn't like other shows that had it where they would come up with something and then they would make stuff onto that as they're going along with season after season. Steinsgate, I'm uh, not Steinsgate, uh, Tag on Time was made from the get-go to have everything um, all planned out. And just the way that was done still blows my mind to this day. And I'm so excited to see the current season that I haven't started watching it because I have to binge it. I can't do the figures. Um, so right off the bat, like that's like one of my biggest things that I love about anime is story. Like I love well-made stories and if that's part of my taste going on to, um, let's go already to Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, which didn't have, like personally, I didn't feel like the story was the best like it's still great but not the best but the characters in that show were to die for i absolutely loved every single one of them felt like they're pretty well made and just i don't know i just really connected with a lot of them and when the scenes hit that you know either tragedy struck or like a good redemption scene hat was had it was like i was jumping up and like cheering just like yes <laughs> um and then in between the two of those you know you got lelouch that i feel like combines both of them that had a pretty strong story with characters that I loved, especially uh, Lelouch himself. Just the dude was just a bamf overall. Um, going down, so now we got Land of Lustrous, right? Kind of like Oddball. I just loved the way this looked. All the aesthetics of the show, I just fell in love with. I It's hard to really explain, but just something about it just caught my eye, and I just wanted more. And that's why I felt... My man's is a studio orange simp. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just felt like the story was kind of meh. But the art style and just direction they took with it just looks... Uh, I, like I, It's my huge thing when it comes to eye candy with anime. Um, and so... And it's kind of literally eye candy because of how their hair looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then going over to the other corner, we got... Um, I'm not sure what the Japanese name, but... Um, Tony Kawa. Um, with that. I think. It's just, that show was just pure fun. It literally was just shots of, I don't know, happiness straight into my bloodstream when I was watching it. I just couldn't stop smiling. All my depression was oh. cured. It just felt good. And so that really encompasses like those four main things I look for. In between, you know, of course, we got Gurren Logan, which I felt like was looking, looked good. And also like the show overall have good characters that I just I just enjoyed watching and kind of I don't know not really a slice of life but just something about the way they interacted just I just enjoy that um kind of in that same direction is Cowboy Bebop on the far side that uh, it's just a classic to me like I just remember watching that and just loving every single character and just watching that show I just just a feel good show but like i feel like the plot was kind of all over the place that's kind of like my critique, critique on it and then of course to kind of round off other than steins gate we have violent evergarden which violet not violent oh yeah violet um which was just overall like it was not a feel good show it was make me suffer and cry kind of show that i feel like I never really got from anything else and it's just it Reminds me why, like, I enjoy anime so much of just, like, how it can evoke such powerful emotions. And then, of course, in the Death Serenity Steins Gate, which I feel like encompass all of this. Like, it started off as kind of like Slice, slice of Lifelish. Had a really cool sci-fi plot. Really fun characters. I love the art style. And just overall, I consider that to be the masterpiece. Um, you have some basic bitch ass picks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't, I mean, you know, like, Chris had Steins Gate, but he had other you know some 
some other interesting picks. You got Gurren Lagann, uh, Full Metal Alchemist, Cowboy Bebop, Code Geass, Attack on Titan, and Steins Gate. All of which are like, I mean, they're all in the vein of intro anime. Which, I mean, it's not bad, but bro. Mm-hmm. No, that, yeah, motherfucker needs to watch some kaiju. Basic. No, that, that's that's again, that's totally fair. And like, I have some honorable mentions, but it's just like, oh, those shows just. I <laughs> what are they? Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, right off the bat, um, we have. Hold on a second. Clear. All right, so, um, uh, we got fucking monster which i i feel like no one's really heard that show but it's about a detective who goes and solves like these murder mysteries i feel like it's like 50 episodes or something but just the story and plot line that was really gripping um but i don't know i just feel like no one has recognized it and no one has heard of it i would have had more respect for you if you put that on there enough <laughs> um air species reviewers I legitimately <laughs> love that show, not for like all the fan service, but just was it was just a funny fucking show. It was so good, <laughs> and, and just like we know a show is going to be good when they do like a kind of like parody spinoff of the YMCA intro, and <laughs> and yeah. then of course the controversial one, Rent a Girlfriend. Oh I my god! Could not take put it to a, uh, actually put on this list because. Again, full disclosure, I think it's a very like okay, like it's good. I find it to be a good show, but it's just not great. But with that being said, I still fucking love the ride it took me on, and that's the reason why I'm so passionate and vocal about it. Of just like, <laughs> bruh, like the things that this show made me feel, I don't feel with anything else. <laughs> abject anger and disgust because <laughs> i don't know it's like it's kind of like um game of thrones right where you have um the fucking dickhead prince um joffrey, joffrey which you love to hate that's how I, I like i really felt about the show but it wasn't just a love to hate like there were some characters that i truly loved that i felt like had some really good moments but there were just so many bra moments that just was like uh I cannot say this is like a great show that I would recommend, but I would say, hey, give this show a try. I'm not saying it's a good show, and I'm not saying you're going to like it, but it's not a super shit show that you should avoid at all costs over here, Hayden. <laughs> yeah, you should. This show's <laughs> awful. But I would honestly, looking at what you put on here, I would have had more respect for you if you put it on this list because it does shape your your taste. It does give a good insight to what your taste <laughs> in anime is. <laughs> yeah, but, James's, James's three by three is essentially good job sport. You watch Toonami. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, not you watch the most popular show each year. I, I, I don't know. Nice. I don't know how to really explain it. It's just uh, yeah, it these shows are definitely more mainstream. But I feel like there's a reason for that. Wow, okay. man's really pulling the I just don't watch bad shit card. <laughs> yeah, he is. I thought Chris was going to be the one to use that. Well, but... you didn't have anything bad to say except Akira, so you just recognized it. Yeah, I mean, it. I know enough about... We've talked about anime enough that like there was really no surprises on yours. Like, maybe Dragon Ball Z, maybe, and Konosuba, but like... I figured most of those would be on there. James says I had no idea, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, that is, this this checks out. Yeah. So now it's my turn, yes. which I need to figure out if this is actually gonna upload well. Um, I'm just hey, putting Hayden's it essentially my grandpa tried to figure out a computer. <laughs> okay, here we go, boys. All right, right off the bat, Kaon, yes. <laughs> Boy, these are okay. These are some shows, and I can't name a couple of them. Yeah, I know you can't, because I got the deep cuts. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> because I have the exceptional taste oh, in anime. Man. Oh, man. So, to go, to go through mine, uh, starting from the top, K-On, Run With The Wind, March Comes In Like a Lion, A Place Further Than the Universe, Don Machi, because I'm not saying the full title, uh, <laughs> Chihaya Furu, Suki Gakiere, uh, Love is Hard for Otaku, and One Piece. Okay, so now that you've said the names, I'm not surprised by anything here. <laughs> yes, because I talk about these shows all the fucking time, basically. Yeah. 
And uh, that is I, why I put them all on here. I'm kind of surprised at the art style of Run With The Wind because I never took a look at it. What year did that come out? 2018. Oh, wow. wow. End of okay. 2018, beginning of 2019. Okay. Because that... It is the show that is on there simply because I one I love it and two it was this it was the single reason why I decided to run a half marathon from watching that show it <laughs> it literally motivated me to go out and train to run a half marathon so if it has anything about just finding my taste in anime it has to be on there so so James I got a question for you mm-hmm. uh, can you notice one through line through almost all of these anime. And and probably actually all of them, depending on Run with the Wind. I don't think you can. I don't even know what you're about to say, so I'm kind of curious. I, uh, it's like all cute girls, cute girls doing cute things, baby. I respect that. Like, okay, that's <laughs> not true at all. Run with the Wind, uh, March comes in like a lion. Suki Gakiere and One Piece are not all about cute girls. Yeah, but they got them. If March comes in like a lion, is like 80% cute You can objectively make an argument saying that anime is partially, completely cute girls. This is why this is the perfect 3x3 of my taste. Because I am mad into the cute girls doing cute things shows. That's... That's me. Actually, I gotta say, I'm kind of surprised K-Own is here. I fucking love See, K-On. The more I think about K-On, the higher it goes in my <laughs> ranking. I fucking love season two. I will stand by this show forever. All right, are we ready to have some words? Okay, so all... How many of these shows have you even seen, James? Um, more than the one... <laughs> so, real talk, I've seen more of these shows than the, what Chris had. <laughs> so, with that being said... That was the sound of betrayal. With that being said... These I don't know, these shows just came off very mid to me when I watched them. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know, I know you aren't a fan of March Comes In Like a Lion, and I. Ooh, it's a good thing we didn't meet for Gen Con because we would have been slapping each other in the face just like Jesus. Ch- uh, a, a Chinese rock paper scissors match or whatever it is. You just you lose and you slap the other person in the face because I still I have no idea okay, how you so don't like, like that just show. just the. While my gloves are still on, like, I like these shows. They were good. I enjoyed watching them. All right, taking the gloves off. They were, some of them just were boring. Like, Kaon, as cute as it is, it's just, like, a basic bitch. It's like Slice of Life. Like, basic. Oh, yes. James. Yes. It's literally a Slice of Life show. What? <laughs> James, <laughs> your Kaon is a Slice of Life in the same way that my hero is a shonen. It's a distillation. Mm-hmm. It's a perfection. You can't reach a peak high. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I just, I guess I, like, it's one of those things where I watch it, I like it, and then I forget about it. Like, it just, it doesn't, like, I guess when I watch anime, I like to get, like, that impact. I like to have something to take away from it. But then. He's a shonen dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, going over to Mars comes in like, like a lion, right? That show had so much boring parts that just, like, felt like we're just going on forever. That was just like, come on, get to, like, the good stuff. And then when you actually got to, like, what could have been really good, they just threw it out the window. They skipped over it. There were so many times where they went in depth to what's actually about to happen on the board. Uh, what game was that they're playing? Bro, you, you went <laughs> in. Literally, Co- I've never you heard a worse take. <laughs> You you went into March Comes in Like a Lion thinking that it's a fucking show about Shogi when it's not. They use Shogi. Oh my god. Uh, I Chris, but, James, I've never I've never heard a worse take in my entire no, life. No, that's fine. Uh, like again, it's just how I felt <laughs> I, going in. I agree with Hayden. You you actually missed the entire point of the show. I sure. <laughs> like the boring parts to you were the show. <laughs> it's a deep dive on depression and how ambition to be good at something can ruin somebody and mending relationships with family and yourself. It just so happens to there's there's occasionally a shogi board on screen. See, I I I just I found that boring. I'm like, bruh, like I don't know, I guess for me I go to anime to like escape, not to confront, and I'm just kind of like 
a lot of this stuff is just kind of like real life. I, I want I, James. You can't always run. You have to feel the catharsis of emotions that you're too smooth-brained to plumb the depths of. Nah, fuck no. I want to get addicted to a game and master it, and that's what I was looking to see. We have these masters who are the best of their craft going in debt in depth with what they're doing and like why they're motivated. But I like the overall like part of the show where it shows that no matter how good you get this game, you end up hating it because winning is never satisfying. And I love that part. But they just ugh, I feel like there was so much potential for this to be more like I'm not gonna say action y, but just more entertaining about Shogi. Well, you just wanted a shogi show, and that's again not what it yeah. was. If you want shogi, go watch uh, the Ryu's work is never done, where it's uh, a Ryu, which is I think it's a rank in shogi you get. Just teaches little lollies how to play shogi, and it's like your traditional sports anime. Or go watch the Kadata version of what you wanted. March comes in like a lion, and go watch Chihaya Furu because that show slaps harder than a motherfucker. Okay, so now now question though. Don Machi, right? I just I Bruh. binged all of season one last Bring it. week. I'm ready for it. And all. then I dropped off Hit halfway me. through season two after the war games. What about the show makes it like one of your best favorite shows? A nine out of ten? Yes. <laughs> I think it's mental illness and also gotcha. <laughs> nah, see, this is this is why. I don't give a shit. I, I, you can bring all the Damachi takes. I'm ready for those all the time because I will fully admit, like, it's not a fucking amazing show, but I fucking love it. And so, I, other than that, I just love mythology. And so, it was one of the, more than anything, it is one of the first shows that I watched uh, when I started getting, actually getting into anime. So, I hadn't seen a whole lot of other stuff before I saw it. So, I had nothing to compare it to. If, that, if like you could erase when I first saw that show and watch it now, I'd be like, yeah, it's mid as shit because it is. Um, but uh, it has molded my taste to a little degree, uh, and that I still love that first season. This mostly the first season because uh, ha- having read the light novels for most of oh, I'm almost caught up on the light novels. Uh, the season two and three adaptations are not as good. Um. But yeah, that you can, you can, I will okay, I, take any shit you have. on. I am like literally <laughs> biting my lip, trying not to cut you off just because again, I'm like, this is a podcast format, but oh my God, like you're saying you like this because of mythology. Fucking Thor yeah, Ragnarok had more stuff. mythology than the show. All they took was the name. Mythology. Yeah. No, like that's it. <laughs> I, I like that there's gods and goddesses Chris, help me. I think that's, I. You can just have gods and goddesses in something, and I think it's dope as shit. But there is, like, no connection. Yeah. So? <laughs> okay, so I like ReZero because I like cars. You know, they have Subaru. But there's no cars in ReZero, so that doesn't No, no, they, 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 they named the main character Subaru, and I like Subarus. Well, <laughs> that's the worst take. That's exactly what? your take! I like mythology no. because they take the names of mythic gods. But they're actually gods and goddesses. But they have no connection, though, other than the name. They, uh, they're gender... I don't know what kind of... Con- you're, Loki you're is not a argument. girl! You're mad that they gender bend them? You don't know. They're gods and oh, goddesses. God. They can be whatever gender they want. <laughs> I love it. I love that this is the one that pisses you off the most. This is amazing. I have I can't believe no one said anything about me putting One Piece on here. Nah, I mean, I can't. What, I, what can I say? Look, I literally I cannot know. say a thing about One Piece after you see saw my basic taste. Yeah, One Piece slaps. <laughs> Has anyone even seen Suki Gakiere or Love Is Hard for Otaku? Nope. Uh, but I have seen uh, A Place for the Universe, and I good show. I just. Yeah, it's good just, show, right, James? Nah, he doesn't think it is because it's cute girls doing cute things, and he just doesn't get it. That it, oh, <laughs> uh, 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 I don't know. It's just one of those things where, like, I like the concept, but it just felt like it was boring. Like, oh my, oh my god, god. there's just, there just nothing to it. It literally felt like a slice of life with an objective, and it just I, not enough spice. So, so James, 
James can't comprehend slice of life is what I'm hearing. I guess. Like, I enjoy it. If you weren't motivated to go out and just do something to change, help change your life for the better after watching that show, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, I, I don't know because it literally. I just I feel like the payoff <laughs> wasn't that great. Oof! Uh, but slice of life, Oof. my boy. But uh, so so uh. don't get me wrong. Again, I totally admit I like slice of life, but it's not a show that I would be like. Do you? This is good. <laughs> like I I can't recommend this enough. Like no, slice of life is one of those things where I'm like, oh, this is a good slice of life. Like blend us. Okay, Fuck, you just turn James, it on James, and just tell drop me, my brain. Tell me your favorite slice of life. <sighs> favorite slice of life. Honestly, K-On. Like, I know I said shit about it, but K-On is probably my favorite slice of life. My head is going to explode. But Also, the audio for this one, Chris, is going to be shit, because I'm screaming. So, so hear me out, though. Like, again, I, I say it a million times now. I like Slice of Life, but I don't see it as, like, why I like anime and what I really look for in anime. Slice of Life is one of those shows I put on, turn off my brain, and just feel good. I just think it's weird that you don't, based off of that, you don't think that it can be a super top tier of a show Cause, because it's Slice of Life. That's just weird. In the, so in going back to mine, right, I had um, Over the Moon with you. That show was just so fucking happy, and like the concept was just, I just enjoyed. Literally a Slice it of is. Life show. I'm admitting that. And, and then you couldn't say what your favorite was, even though you put it in your 3x3. Three three. But I don't know. I don't really hold it to the same level of Slice of Life. It's just, it's, there's the concept and plot and characters and just everything puts it just a bit more than what I consider a normal Slice of Life. And that's why I, I just, I would love to under be able to fully comprehend what you think a Slice of Life <laughs> show is. Because what you're saying, cute what you're girls saying do cute no things. Oh my god. Okay. Well, um, I I don't. What what were your? I can't remember. What did you have on James on yours? What shows did you have on there that you'd rank a ten out of? 10? Uh, Steinsgate, Attack on Titan. Uh, man, Full Metal Alchemist's brother is kind of no, nah, not nine. Just those yeah, two? honestly, just those two. Everything else, they're like okay. I can nitpick, uh, but Steins Gate yeah. and Attack on Titan, I like purely just emotionally. I cannot say anything less than a masterpiece. And then Chris, how many did you have? Uh, I think I had three, maybe four on there. Okay, because I have three of my four ten out of tens on here. I only have four ten out of ten shows because I'm a little bitch and I try to keep those down but i have um uh march comes in like a lion a place further than the universe and chihaya fudu are my are three three of my four the fourth being uh legend of the galactic heroes but that one doesn't really uh shape my taste because i watched it real late and it's just fucking amazing but with that i don't know how much more we want to go because we're at the hour over the hour mark i think we've fully done what we set out to do with this <laughs> i was gonna i, I want to reiterate one more time just like based on james's thoughts on march comes in like a lion james i'm gonna venmo you five dollars <laughs> okay just to watch kaiju <laughs> okay <laughs> oh man I, I need you to trust me on this and i need literally anyone else to watch kaiji all right you know what i'm in between shows i'll watch it I'll, I'll go ahead and watch Please. it. Please. And ignore the fact that you can only find the first season in 480p. Yeah, it does not look great. <laughs> oh, another, another yeah, honorable watched... mention real quick, um, which I'm surprised no one else brought up, Megalobox. I found that to be a oh, great man. show. You know, I actually I did think about putting it on there, but I, I didn't think it belonged oh. on a flavor profile list for me. Mm-hmm. Um. I forgot my the one honorable mention that I had to knock out. I actually knocked it out and put in a place for the universe because I almost didn't put that in there. Um, but uh, mine were my my alternate was Food Wars. Dude, hell what yeah. the hell is wrong with you? Like again, such a mid tier show in, in my opinion. Hey, yeah, first season of Food first Wars season slaps so hard. The first season is so good. Now, it, yeah, it so goes downhill everything after, fast. Everything after that is bad, but that I've 
I, I have rewatched very few shows, and that's one that I rewatched almost right after I first watched it. That first season is so good. It's insane. No comment. But that was my only real honorable <laughs> mention. Okay. Well, yeah, I think uh, that's time to wrap up the show. So, James, thank you for being here this week. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I appreciate you guys offsetting your sleep schedules. But now my uh, yeah. Now my blood pressure is at all time <laughs> high. <laughs> uh, Hayden, thank you as always for joining me. Uh, yes. Follow us on Twitter at obsession underscore pod. Uh, if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, hopefully a five star. Uh, listening anywhere else, uh, tell a friend, spread the word. Uh, get and us. We will get us inside more upload- ears. We will upload the three by threes on the t- our Twitter page if you want to see them. If you don't know the titles of some of the shows I said, <laughs> that's understandable. Um, don't feel judged. Uh, yeah, because some of my like Sukiyaki, I don't know like anyone else who's seen that show. Um, but you'll be able to see them there, and you can judge us as you wish. Leave us your comments on what you think of each person. I'll probably do a tweet for each. Um, so that way you can anyone who wants to can reply to them individually. But yeah. All right, that's the episode. Goodbye. Later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.